Hi, and welcome to the Latter-day Saints of the Gila Valley. I'm your host, Tracy Persley, and I am so happy to have you join us today as we learn about the members, the history, and the testimonies of the Gila Valley Saints. It's a beautiful day, and we are glad to be sharing a bit of it with you. Let's get started. Hello, friends. I am so excited for our talk today. We are going to be visiting with Marcy Buse. She is an amazing lady who has so many gifts and talents and shares them with everyone she knows. She's bright spots wherever she goes, and I think you are going to love hearing about some of the things that she is doing. Let's get started. Hello. There you are. You made it. How are you, Marcy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, so good. I have been wanting to talk with you for months now. Um, <laughs> I really have. I just, I just appreciate and admire so many of the things that you do in your life, and I bet you don't even know that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's very kind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's learn a little bit about you, Marcy. Where are you really from? Where, where did you grow up, and what brought you here to the Gila Valley? Okay, I um I was actually born in Las Vegas, grew up in Nevada area. How long and, were you there? Um, I was in Las Vegas till I was eleven, and then we moved to Sparks, Nevada, where I lived until I graduated. Mm-hmm. And right before I graduated, my family moved to Sacramento, California, uh-huh. and so I just kind of followed them over there after I graduated. And into the big cities. Yes. <laughs> well, Las Vegas is pretty big and Sparks is actually pretty big too. So <laughs> Yeah, they really are. Is that but where you met Mark? That's where I met Mark. So and it was a good was, move. <laughs> what school were you guys going to over there? Um, it was called America River, American River Junior College. A junior college, just like over here. Yes. <laughs> How was the church over there? Oh, great. It was it was great. I mean, it's not as many members, like a high density of members as there is here, but how many but, people are are in that area? I mean, how many was it like an institute, a big one, small one? What would you say? Oh, it was a pretty big institute. When I um actually moved there, Mark was the institute president. Of course he was. As, as well as the institute um, custodial person. <laughs> oh, my Janitor, so. And just he just grew a love for the institute. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, for our listeners who don't know, tell us a little bit about Mark, because he's got a couple really big calling type things in the in the valley. Yes. Yeah, so we so we moved from Sacramento where to Pima, where he was hired to teach seminary. And how long did he, he teach seminary there? So he taught seminary. Oh, I, I should have wrote that down, but I think it was about 20 years in seminary. Yeah, he was a long time. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then um, he's been at the Institute of Religion by EAC for since then. Is he the and director there? Currently, he is the director of the institute there. 
lots of really great classes out there for any of our students who are listening. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And it's never too late to sign up. Check it out. They have lots of wonderful classes and they're always feeding them and lots of (laughs) wonderful activities and such a great group of young people. They have just so much fun. Great place to be. Now, for our listeners who aren't still in high school or college, I meant college, um, do they have classes there for adults at all? I believe they have at least one adult class for for over 31 years of age Mm -hmm. um that happens weekly i'm not sure about but i'm sure you could call down there and find out more about it yeah i think so i've been i've been debating doing that someday marcy we ought to take a class together yeah (laughs) (laughs) that'd be fun yeah well tell us a little bit about your kids okay so we have six children Mm -hmm. and we have nine grandchildren ages nine already oh my goodness yes (laughs) (sighs) we're not old enough for that they are so much fun we just just love them (laughs) of course um are all your kids gone now out of the house um well we had our youngest tori and her little family her husband and their baby just moved back to they're actually living with us right now for a few months while he finishes up flight school stuff. Oh, how fun. A, a pilot in the family. That's yeah. Great. Tell me a little bit about, okay. I, I, when I first met you, you were doing karate. Tell me mm-hmm. about this. I mean, you're not just a little bit good at karate. Tell us <laughs> about it. Well, I, I have, I started with the kids. The youngest was four years old. Oh, when, we, <laughs> when we started that this um so that was like back in 1997 or something like that uh-huh. I, it's something that I had always wanted to do and there were a couple other moms in the class so I decided to join too and so there were more it was more than just you there were several ladies doing it yeah so there were a few other moms and their kids doing it so it just was a a fun experience and um we just kind of stuck with it and the kids as we had other kids they they got old enough and they joined too so all of our kids did it and five of my kids got their black belts and with with, along with me and I've I still kind of do it at least once a week, sometimes more. Um, oh, wow. Do you go to the place actually to do it or do you just do it at your house? I, I go to the place, the extreme martial arts. And oh, wow. I always thought, well, when the kids are done, I'll stop. But it was just way too much fun. And it made me too sad to think about quitting altogether. So <laughs> I still keep my toes in it. And um, it's a, a great workout. And lots of fun. I just really enjoy it. So I've been is doing it, it about 25 like years. What? You know, is it kind of like yoga where you like really stretch and move out and stuff like that? Um, I mean, not, not that much. It's more kicking and punching bags and doing katas and <laughs> like kickboxing um, then. We do like have weapons. Like I do forms with my size and bow staff and. I have a fan form that we do. 
Oh, wow. Well, I know who I want to be with when, when, if, if anything ever happens, I want you by my side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Oh, I, I, I need a picture of you in your, in your black belts. Uh, what are those things called? What, are, what is the outfit called? Oh, in my gi? Your gi. That's it. Yes. In your yeah. gi. That'd be awesome. I'll try to get one and put it on, put it on the webpage. Okay. So, anyway, well, and that's not all you do, though. I know that you do running as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't enjoy distance running that much, but it was a really good way to just kind of stay in shape between babies. So, and <laughs> during babies, but did you ever yeah. do like a marathon or anything? Or did you just do it for a hobby? Just hobby, just staying in shape. I really, as in college, I, I ran sprints. And oh, I really cool. did not like distance and I still am not a big fan of distance, <laughs> but, but you anyway. do it if you have. Yeah. To. Yeah. <laughs> but now I, we do a lot of biking with my husband these days. So that's fun. Now, you guys have a tandem bike, don't you? We do. Our kids got it for us for Christmas one year. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. Now, now, I assume you don't ride that all the time. You both have you're like a single bike and sometimes you do tandem. Yes, yes. On weekends, we generally do the tandem. And then during the week, Mark rides all the time, like every day. And I'll go with him like every other day-ish. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Do you have a, a favorite route? Um, we have a few different routes. I really love our temple ride going by the temple oh so, how far of a ride is it um well you take a lot of side roads and everything it ends up being like 16 miles and then on Saturdays when we have time we really enjoy our bike ride out to the Safford Cemetery which ends up being like 26 miles how long does it take you to ride that far um it's a couple hours <laughs> Oh, gosh, what a great thing to do together, too, you know? It is fun. And on the tandem, you really get to have good conversations. <laughs> it's not as easy to do on two different bikes. I wonder if they have anything you could put, like, in your ear that could let you, talk you know, forth. talk to each other, like, through your phones or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, We've got a new invention. Any inventors out there, you could do that. Yeah, they probably have it, but we're not that techie, so... <laughs> well and then this summer you did something really exciting that everybody has got to hear about <laughs> well my daughter who my daughter Brianna who lives in the Provo area mm -hmm. um, signed up for to be an actor for the Book of Mormon series oh my goodness gracious that's so great <laughs> so, yeah so she um, invited invited the family to do it with her and so I went in and signed up for it and everything to see if they would accept me and um they said that I could come do it and they gave me a call time and everything call days that I could go and oh, that they needed goodness. so we got to be extras for the Book of Mormon series season five which will come out next year oh and it was, wow yeah just a fun experience <laughs> where did they film it um, in Provo, they had a studio in Provo that we went to. Oh, it was inside then? Um, actually, it was outside. I mean, there was some indoor rooms, like where you 
change and hang out while you're waiting and eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the actual filming that we did was outside. Outside, like, did they just take you out to like the middle of nowhere so that it looked like you know desert? Um, they have little sets set up. Like one of the set, one of the scenes that we did was the oppression of Limhi's people. Uh-huh. And so they have the people like kind of doing farming on the uh-huh. outside outside the walls of the city. Oh cool. So and what did you do? My daughter and I and a couple other people actually were walking through the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep my eye open for that gate, I tell you. Yes, yes. <laughs> and my daughter is my daughter is carrying what is supposed to be a really heavy bag, but it's just like a little bit of some cotton or, or something in it. <laughs> it was actually very light then. Yes, but she had to make it look heavy. <laughs> that is so fun. So did they have costumes for you and everything or did you have to get your own? No, they definitely have costumes for you. And they they put what looks like dirt all over you. So um, you look like you're authentic. <laughs> so. And they do your hair. Don't take and all a that shower stuff. first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they add to it. So. <laughs> oh my goodness! How long did it take you to film? So we got there about ten o'clock in the morning. That mm-hmm. on the first day that I was able to be there, and we finished about twelve thirty at night. Oh wow! Wow! So the whole day. Yeah, it was so we did the we did also this escape of Limhai's people. So when they oh. escaped in the middle of the night. Oh, that is really that I love that story too. That's yeah. The best. It's a You're great like, one. And then Friday we got to be there for the filming of the um Stripling Moyers. Ooh, how was that? That was great. Um it was media day and so oh. They had a lot of media there and as, as well as some general authorities. And we were just kind of hanging out, waiting to do the filming. And then um, the young men's general president, along with his second counselor, Brad Wilcox, so his brother uh-huh. Lund and Brad Wilcox came and they asked us to, with the with all the little stripling warriors, to sing We Are As the Armies of Helaman. Oh, I've got goosebumps. I've got yeah. goosebumps. It, it was a very wonderful, special time <laughs> of being there. Oh, my goodness. What a spiritual experience. Yeah, just to, to be there and singing it and looking around at all these young men. <laughs> How old were they? Um, I think most of them were like 14 years old. They were probably between the ages of 14 and 18. But most of them were like really young and little. I didn't, when I pictured the armies of the stripling warriors, I did not think of how them so young and so little. And they were young, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. They were little. That's, that's an interesting insight that you got just by doing that and sharing yeah. that they were sons. And, and isn't that what Helaman calls them too? He says, my little my yep. little sons. Isn't that what he's called them? Yes, he did. He said, my little sons, you know. And they were. <laughs> they were, I mean, just to see them when we weren't filming, they ran around chasing each other, squirting water on each other. 
<laughs> and then as they got their props, their their weapons, they were strictly warned, okay, these are not toys. <laughs> right. But neither can you just see them when as as stripling warriors being handed these swords and and saying these are not toys. <laughs> and and being asked to do something so so grown up as going to war. Yeah. Fighting grown men. Yeah. With that are you know, you know, a man compared to a boy is is a huge difference. And these yeah. not one of them not one of them died because they yeah. listened to their mothers. Yeah. That so is- and an, another scene that we got to be in, yeah, when Helaman was talking to them and saying, you know, you cannot fight. And then the young men came up and said, but we can. We didn't make that promise. Um, at one point where all the mothers were supposed to turn to their sons and say, be faithful, you know, and you'll everything will be fine. The Lord will mm-hmm. protect you. Yeah. And so I had a little group of young men that I was being mom over. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I turned to them at the appropriate time and said, be faithful. The Lord will protect you. And they kind of just looked at me like, ah, oh, mom, we know that already. <laughs> it was it gave me kind of an insight to these teenage minds that they probably did think that we'll we'll be fine. We know we know that you don't have to worry. <laughs> yes. And and youth is like that too. Oh, we're nothing can ever happen to me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that's how they felt as well. We know our mothers taught us. Yep. We know that yep. we're going to be okay. So, oh, what a great experience. That is really, thank you for sharing that with us. I, I really have been in, I have been uplifted just from that. That is amazing. <laughs> okay. We also have something coming up in our, in our community this next week. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Um, it's called Feed My Starving Children. And it's um, kind of what our community is as, is doing for the day of service, for the 9-11 day of service. What it's, is the 9-11 day of service? Can you give us a little bit of an explanation as what that is? I, I, it actually, I was looking through some old papers, and it, I think that it's something that we've been doing for several years now. But mm-hmm. sometimes we just kind of forget about it. But it's... I think just to honor all those who served during the 9-11 tax, um, remember all those who, who died and all the great people that helped out. Yeah. Now, is this something that just our, our faith and church does, or is it something that is kind of a community around the world or around the, the state? I am not exactly sure. I kind of think it's something that is done with throughout the communities but i would have to actually probably do some research to find out more Mm -hmm. and is this service project that we're doing is it a is it something that is just just benefits members of our faith or is it something that is for the whole world it's um called feed my starving children it's actually something that the whole community has invited been invited to participate in so it's this friday and saturday and what it is is that you go and you help make packets of food that are sent to probably third world countries 
where the children are starving and it just provides some nutrition to provide life for them. What kind of things do you think will be in the packet? Do you know or do you not know? Um, it does. It says they have like vegetables and rice and um, soy stuff in it. So something that you would just add water to kind of? Yes. Yes. It's a it's a dry thing that you add water to. And I know that we have a goal of making a whole bunch of them. What, what, what's the goal? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think it was like 10,000. I can't yeah. remember for sure. <laughs> it's a lot. And that's throughout the whole valley. We're trying to get that together, correct? Yes, in our two days of doing this. And how, how do I get to be a part of that if I want to help? So if anybody has looked online at, under the Feed My Starving Children and found the Safford where we're doing it in Safford. It has been full for quite a while, but I think at this point, people had purchased or had signed up for large groups and they're finding that they don't have as many people that they want. So I looked earlier today and there are actually a few openings if people want to still go on and check that the people what are happens just- happens if I just showed up? Would I be kicked out, do you think? Um. I don't think they would. Well, they they actually want people to sign up online ahead of time. But mm -hmm. if if they are short people, then they would probably take you. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be at the steak centers around town? Where, where no, it's actually going to be at the Safford Airport. I'm envisioning at the in airport. A, yeah, I'm, I think it's going to be in someone's um, airplane hangar. Oh my goodness! I would never have guessed that. <laughs> That yeah. is amazing. And and they're dividing it up like by the hour, like you come and you work for an hour and you work for an yeah. hour. Is that kind of how it works? So each session is two hours long. Mm -hmm. um, but they don't want any children under five years old. And Well, understandable. Yeah, yeah. And dress with, with tennis shoes and be ready to work, right? Yeah. I think that's great. You know, I'm hoping that once we're done, that maybe we can have somebody else come and talk to us about their experience of doing it so that we can see what our Valley actually was oh, yeah. able to do to help, you know, yeah. have to have kind of a follow-up talk with someone. So yeah. See how it went. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. My husband and I were actually able to do it at the Mesa plant. Really? Yeah. And it was, it was, it's like a lot of fun it kind of becomes a competition with the other groups to, to see who can make the most. <laughs> but, yeah. Your group there in your, in, you're not talking about like other stakes or other areas, just basically your work group. Yeah. Your work group. So yeah, each station has like five or six people in it and you each have a little job um, measuring and packing and sealing and stuff. And then um, you just kind of like at, when you get, 10 done you yell out 10 and then oh, neat. or something so you just kind of it's 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 a lot of fun but um, for anybody that signs up they want to make sure that you have closed toed shoes mm -hmm. um, no jewelry they want you there 15 minutes early if you're sick they would like you to stay home and just be prepared to work hard and have a great time and, and a good memory, and you're going to be helping a lot of people around the world. So Yes. <laughs> you know, yep. this is something that our whole, it's not just Pima steak or Thatcher steak. It's, 
it's the whole Gila Valley, correct? Yes, yes. The whole community is invited to go online and sign up for it. And and if you can't be there, they you can also um, donate monetary. Oh, good. I'm glad to know that because there may be quite a few people who aren't able to to sign up, but we certainly can can dig into our pockets and and give some financial support as well. Yes. Wonderful. And what is the address for that? The email address or the. the... So um, I think if you go to feed my starving children, Google that you'd be able to find it. And then, and then we type in Safford. I, mine just takes me to Safford as I keep scrolling down and find other areas that yeah. it's. Maybe it's because you've already signed up though. Yeah. And that may be why, but I think, yeah, you could look up Safford. Perfect. Well, Marcy, this has been a joy talking with you today. I have just been uplifted. I have <laughs> laughed and I have learned so much from you. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. It's it's been great. <laughs> thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit subscribe and share it with your friends.